G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz. This is episode number 65 of the Outback Mind podcast. Breathing, taking a breath, it's something that we uh, all do automatically. Now, I know from my own personal experience, um, I, I was a really a shallow breather. I, I used my mouth a lot, like we all do, I guess. Um, and once I sort of started to move my body a bit better and got out of my mind a bit, I actually started to calm down. My breath got more uh, more smooth and more, more rhythmic. And, and because of that, my mind become more balanced and I guess uh, for quite a while now, I've been really curious to uh, understand what the power of actually breathing uh, is and what it can do for our mental health. Um, now, Brett Hayes, who's today's guest, has made a living out of teaching breathing how to how people how to breathe properly. He's uh, taught, uh, well, athletes like Pat Cash, for example, that um, was a champion last last century, uh, won Wimbledon and so forth, obviously. So Brett's been at this for a long time and um He's a really, really uh, encouraging and motivating individual with, with regards to men's health. Uh, he's got a tremendous story to tell, but also you know, his ability to be able to, to settle his nervous system through his, his breath and be able to pass that knowledge and skill on to others has um, helped other people change their lives. So I was really keen to get Brent on to share his journey, but also to try and teach us some techniques and maybe engage with, uh, with what he does. Uh, to be able to, to get some coaching uh, on, on how to use this particular uh, method that he, uh, that he teaches to be able to help us uh, manage our mental health a little bit better. So breathing, it's uh, something that we take for granted, um, uh, but uh, if we do it better and more consciously, uh, then we can live a more connected, calm, relaxed, fulfilled life. That sounds like a pretty good deal to me. So Appreciate you joining in. Just want to speak, uh, make special mention to our primary partners, Green Nutritionals, who make awesome green organic uh, superfoods there. Green magnesium is such a, a potent thing for men's health. It really helps our sleep patterns and so forth. So really encourage you to check out their website, greennutritionals.com, green, sorry, greennutritionals.com.au, and also Pure Life Organic Sprouted Bakeries. So they make organic sprouted bread. So when we sprout our bread, digests a lot better. Uh, Digestion, if that's working better, our mental health works better. So if you do love bread, I'd really encourage you to check out their website and just see the wonderful products that they make, which are available all around the country. You can get them all over the place. So uh, it's purelifebakery.com.au. Alrighty, listen to uh, Brett and I going at it. I'm sure you're going to get a lot from this conversation. Brett Hayes, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. Hello, Aaron. How are you? Very, yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Good on you, mate. Uh, it's been a, a while, probably over 12 months since I've seen you, but um, I reckon you probably haven't grown any hair since the last time I saw you. Would that be right? No, actually, I've actually, I, I, I've let it grow. I've actually let it grow. <laughs> I used the number six on the, um, on the to keep it there the other night, funny, you should say. Jeez, there and, you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm growing it again. I don't know why. It's just, look, shaving your head, it takes a lot of time, Aaron. That's true. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I haven't had to worry about that, but um, I I'd imagine it'd be like shaving your face, and I haven't had to worry about that for a while either, so it's been pretty good. Oh, I like to shave the face. I do the face in the sauna. I yeah. love it in the sauna. I always shave in the sauna. Yeah, geez, sauna. I love yeah. it at the moment, that's for sure. So 
Mates, um, really, really grateful for you uh, for you joining in and um, I've admired what you do uh, for a long time and, and there's lots of people that listen to this podcast that are you know, really uh, curious about improving their physical and mental health and, and what you do is, is, um, is very powerful with regards to, to working uh, for both of those and that's learning how to breathe properly, which is something that we, we don't understand. We, we really don't uh, have any education around it. Uh, we're put into fear pretty much early and that our breath gets short and we get tense and we, tense and we get anxious and all those sorts of things. But I think if we can learn to, to breathe consciously and everything um, sort of seems to take care of itself. Yeah, I think you just hit the nail on the head. The, um, the word you used, consciously. And um, it's, it's during the consciousness like of uh, being unconscious that we are holding our breath, that's probably the, the biggest um, malady that causes a multitude of disruptive energies in the body. And it's, it's because we separate ourselves from our life force. And, and well, I don't know whether I, um, to say that, you know, there's a correct way of breathing. There's so many ways that, you know, the body can respond to the breath depending on the situation that the body's experiencing. Like, uh, I teach a practice called tri-breath and it's basically three uh, primary breathing rhythms you use when you walk and run. And, and, I, and I think for your listeners out there, I believe this is where the, um, how would I say, like, you know, as in with mental health and bringing up the, the feeling level of the body, I think it's remembering to breathe. And if you can attach that remembering to breathe on an action that we are doing, let's per se say it's walking, uh, most of us when we walk, we, we're, we're thinking about stuff that's going on. Mm. We, we don't actually think about walking. We don't actually look at the action of our arms. We don't, uh, we don't feel the sensation of the foot landing on the earth, let alone tying each of those movements up with a with like three primary breathing rhythms, three, five, and seven. And so I think that it's the consciousness, Aaron. I totally agree with you. And it certainly uh, shifts the, the awareness to enable like, you know, the, transformation, the transformative energies that the body is blessed with. Yes. Why do we go, like we just go back to the automatic really easily and then we... We start to think, uh, you know, when you sit about walking and, and, and that, like usually I'll, I'll be thinking about the past or the future and that's the way mine works and pretty much everyone else's does too. But uh, why, why, does that, why does that kick back in? It's a, I, look, it's a funny thing. The human body, the way I see the human body, it's, it's, the human body is governed by a, almost by a law of called... Um, through uh, physical destruction, harmony can can make itself known, and it's like all of us will probably know in our lives the the crisis. Like we've had a crisis, and this crisis has shaken us down to the bone. It's it's almost it's it's almost ended it. But the transformative again energies from that crisis it creates something. Oh my God, I'm glad that happened because you know I've gained something and. 
it's almost like the seed, isn't it, in the soil, you know, the soil's in the seeds in the darkness and it has to break free from its cage and then it's, you know, like to get to, the, to get to the light and then we water it with our emotions and it grows strong. But it's all crisis, really, isn't it? It's crisis that creates the healing. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we need to hit something before we sort of respond and, and bounce back to, to, to coming back to that awareness again, I guess. And um, look, it's, 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 as you, you mentioned before, with what's gone on in modern society, we were sort of gone into a reactive state quite quickly, um, unless we're disconnected from what's really going on around us. But uh, uh, just the distractions and the stresses and so forth of the world that can primarily take our breath to uh, become shallow and we're using our mouth more, would you agree? The, I don't think our, our awareness... The problem, the problem could may well lie in the... Like you said, the, the, it's, we're focusing outside of ourselves. We're not actually focusing um, as a family, as a human family. We're not focusing on the self, the body, our relationship with the body. We're... We're being told that the body is insufficient. We're being told that the body cannot uh, deal with the, the 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 environmental or the systemic systems out there. And it's look, we've been here for millions of years. I'm not saying like you know, it's like I've got any idea of millions, but I know. Look, the humanity's been around for a long time, and um, it's. I think once we once we really start believing that the answer lies outside of ourselves, I, I think we're going to fall into a little bit of um, trouble for ourselves, which will only create a crisis, which will only allow for a greater awakening. Mm. But um, it's, it's the connection to ourselves. Like When we do walk, it was like, remember you said, I go back to the past or I do this and do that. Well, that's sort of, that's sort of we go back to the crisis. And I... Once we sort of look um, inward, not outward, mm. and we start feeling our body and going, well, why am I actually here on this earth right now? Mm. Um, how many times have you asked yourself, Aaron, how, why am I here? Mm. <laughs> why yeah. am I here? And most of us go, well, look, we, 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 we think we're here for the family or we think we're here to... To experience, and we're here to ex like you know, the, you know, here to hold. Oh, we're just here to experience life. What if? And, and I'm not saying it's real, but what if the only reason that we were here is not to experience life, but was to experience matter, and it was life that gave us the ability to experience matter. Mm. And when I say matter, your body my body if we touch our body it, it's hard it matters and so if we think of ourselves like energies like um uh, a lot of people use the word soul or the thinker or the mind the once we once we recognize that it's that thinker mind soul that gives or is the is the vehicle or the pathway for life to transfer its energy into matter, our physical body, gives it life. Like when we leave our body, the body is, is, is believed to be um, dead or it's inert. It doesn't do anything, but it's not quite true either because other life forms then move into the body 
uh, bacteria, microbes, whatever it is, whose purpose in life isn't to vitalize the body, but to devitalize the body and bring the body back down to earth so then it can go again. Where you and I, we're, we're, we're energetic. We're, we, our, the purpose, every time that we live in the body, the body is trying with all its lawful apparatus available to it to regenerate. Mm. That's what it does. Um, if you cut your thumb, uh, we know what to do. We know we have to wash the thumb. We know we have to bandage the cut. Uh, but that's as far as it goes. And we can look at the cut all day and there won't be any change. We'll go to sleep and that's where I look at I go, Brett speaking at the moment is Brett the personality. Mm. But Brett the soul, the thinker, is in meditation deep. Mm. When Brett the personality, the he goes to sleep at night, the soul or the thinker or whatever you want to call it wakes up and goes, oh my God, what has Brett done today? What has he done to the body? Mm. Oh, I've got to go fix this. I've got to go fix that. Mm. And then we wake up in the morning and the house is suddenly being cleaned and we look at the sun and go, oh, look, it's healing. Mm. Because the body's always trying to regenerate. The body wants the highest potential. I actually believe the body's, the reason that we are actually here is to experience immortality. Mm. I believe yeah. that to be true. I know it's possible. Yeah, well, mate, uh, the, the saying goes, we are born human to experience our infinity so we can be neutral to totality. There you go. I, I, think, I think it's written in so many of the good books, hey? Mm. It is. We were just not really aware. Once you get out of it all, and I've had some amazing experiences over the years, and it's funny how you come in and out of this, but once you get out of the mind and back into a pure sense of being, pure sense of flow, just how um, how innate uh, and connected you actually are, rather than being disconnected. Well, that's, again, the, the, the words we use, uh, I agree with you, is very simple. The process to actually um, experiencing great health and great vitality is actually quite simple. It's very simple. It's just that it's not easy to do because most of us, we get caught on patterns of doing something that uh, isn't uh, in line with the simplicity. And you could use many um, examples like the simplicity of eating an apple compared to the simplicity of going for a, a, a packet of biscuits. Mm. The biscuits is far more complex mm. in, its, in its manufacture and its everything that is involved compared to the, the apple, that singular apple. Mm. And we'll go for the... Um, the and, and, and again, it's the, it's, it's, the simplicity can be accessed by... For me, first and foremost, giving myself a break, you know, mm. like saying, hey, uh, Brady, it's all right. It's okay. You're like, you know, don't be hard on yourself, son. It's mm. all right. <laughs> and I talk to myself quite frequently, and, and, but I don't know whether I would be as, um, I, would, I would consider myself very able-bodied in the arena of crisis and disaster. I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to keep a very calm 
uh, thinking head in amongst great crisis. Mm -hmm. And I believe the reason I, I, I do have that ability is purely my connection with my body. And, and I've been really interested in the, um, the human body since the... Have you, have you got a little bit of time just so, so I can share with you just how, I, how, I, how I've come to thinking like I think? Absolutely. That's what we... Uh, we've got as much time as we need, mate, so, so don't stress about, uh, about uh, time frames or anything. We can, we can go as long as we need to. That's fine. Oh, God bless. That's great. <laughs> imagine, imagine, Aaron, that your favourite book from the age of seven being the H Encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. Like you, you're old enough, like you know, like I, to remember the Encyclopedia Britannica. Remember the books? Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> you know, most of the kids th ever going books. What books? <laughs> three th three thousand bucks, I think they were for a set of them back in the eighties. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Or back in the seventies for me. Mm, it was too. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, um, uh, and and I used to have it open to the human body. And I don't know whether you've ever looked through the H, the H um, of the Encyclopedia Britannica, but it was on the human. It was full of those uh, those clear pages that you know started with the skeletal system, and then it might put the the vascular system and the nervous system, and then the lymphatic system, and then the organs, and then the muscles, or whatever whatever way it went to build up the human body layer by layer. Mm. And and I studied that. Uh, with phantom comics diligently and there was it's it's given me a really great ability to look at the human body not in a taught sort of way but in a sort of like a uh, you can almost look at it like a kid has been playing a musical instrument from the age of four mm. you know and they just it's just there's 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 there's, there's switches turned on there's there's circuits that are activated that can really only be activated when the body's made of water, primarily made of water, because uh, water is the greatest substance for the transmission and reception of information. Um, that's another interesting talk, actually. Mm -hmm. the, um, so when when child is looking at the, the pictures, I believed I, look, I started really looking at it differently. And... Then I started playing. We moved to Sydney when I was about 12. I believe I was 12 from Canberra in um, the Australian Capital Territory. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, um, and, and when I went to school, I, some of my friends, I, you know, I'd go over there and they'd have older brothers. And so I got really exposed to engines very quickly, apart from knowing how to change a spark plug and fix a spark plug in the lawnmower. I was, I was good at that. And um, so I learned about engines and, look, I didn't really correlate the, the, um, the similarities between the way we, you and I breathe and an engine at that stage. From about the age of... So I started working on uh, engines and fixing cars and all of that right through my teens. And then when I finished school, I, started, I, I did an electrical trade. Uh, an electrician, and I, and I worked on really big buildings and and um, naval bases. So I was always exposed to big, big, big energy sources and and big and complex, like you know, transmission, um, uh, not transmission transformers. Not what's the word? The um, it's been so long since I've been out at switchboards. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah, switchboards. Yeah. PLCs and that. Yep. 
Oh, no, the PLCs weren't really big in my days. They were only just starting to come out in the air conditioning industry. Yeah. Um, but um, so, so I did a trade as an, uh, an electrician. Now, funny enough, it was um, as, I was, as I was um, doing my trade, I loved the human body. And as you could imagine, being a, um, uh, a bloke, he certainly loved the, uh, loved the female bodies. And um, and males, like you know, but not on a love male sort of aspect, but love male, love the brother. Um, so I started playing with bodies, and um, it was when I finished my trade at the age of twenty-one. I moved up to Queensland uh, to uh, start a healing centre that my mother, who had had a dream that a crisis was coming, a flood was coming, and. So she bought a, a block of land right up high up in the northern New South Wales mountains. And I uh, left Sydney to go and moved up to Queensland to go build a healing centre. Not knowing that the actual centre got healed was me. <laughs> but um, moved up here and then, funny enough, one of your guests was instrumental in my understanding of bringing my human anatomy the the engine the, the the internal combustion engine and electricity together mm, who was that was, uh, trevor brother oh, trevor yeah, trevor yeah, hendy yeah, unreal i started um when i moved up here at 21 22 or something i can't remember how old i was i think it's about 24 or 25 and uh, one of my mates who i lived with when i was doing the trade in the electrical trade in sydney was a muser i'm i, I play as well i play um Piano, I love it, and, and guitar, but you know, and bits others. But my, my, my big loves the piano. Yeah. And um, and Brother L went had his uh, manager there, and his manager had a headache. And and L goes, oh, mate, you should get Bertie to have a look at that. He's really good at this sort of stuff. And so I, um, I I I looked at his neck and did some work, just some pressure work on his neck. And little did I know that he was uh, Trevor's manager. And then Trevor gave me a call probably oh, very quickly and I started uh, helping Trevor with his body work and then once I was treating, because at that stage Trevor was um, world champion Ironman, had a massive lung capacity. God, he was, a, he was an absolute Lamborghini, I tell you. <laughs> tough work, tough work. Yeah. They were all tough. <laughs> they were all tough, fella. And, um, must have been, the week, must have been I, all the weak picks. It was must have been on the wheat bits, <laughs> and um, apparently they did eat fourteen of the, 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 the per like you know when they came back training. That's it. Yeah, no, the fourteen. But because I treated um, because I treated Trevor, and I didn't even know I was going to do this as my, as, as my life. I suddenly got all these phone calls from people wanting body work. So I spent literally the next fifteen years. Um, uh, full blown, like with these, with a lot of athletes, a lot of athletes, um, and so I was blessed to. And sorry, brother. No, you're right. No, go ahead. I didn't interrupt there. Something must happen. Go ahead. All right. Um, the uh, so it was the Lamborghini. So I got exposed to a lot of high performance engines, so to speak, in the form of human bodies, mm. and. Um, Looking at the way the injuries, because I could see people for so long, like, you know, for extended periods of time, I noticed that primarily the, the 
side of the injuries that most people experience not only was very one-sided, it was diagonal. And I'll give you an example. Like if someone came and they said, oh, man, I've got a really, really, really sore left shoulder, um, I'll, put, I'll put money on it. It's the right-hand side or the outside of the hip on quadratus lumborum in the base of the spine and around the glutes. That is in the, the, in the side muscles that is holding the left, and then it'll be if you go onto the opposite, opposite side on the, on the base of the skull, the cranium, um, that will then be inflamed as well. So we work sort of like this diagonal, um, uh, what's, the, what's the scaffolding? Scaffolding on building, scaffolding sort of format, which returns us back to the engine. My favourite engine was the V8 engine. Mm. I didn't mind the flat fours and the flat six, but I liked the V8 because I used to think of a V8 engine like the two my, my two arms. You know how your arms move, and you know because I, I was all, I've always I've always run. Yeah. Um, I've run since I was a kid, and I and I and, and unfortunately I ran for the wrong reason. I was I was very I was a bit angry. I was a bit full of fire in, as a young kid, mm. and so if I didn't run, I always thought I'd do something, but. So I damaged my body a lot as a, as a child as well. So I've um, been blessed to experience great injury, which we'll, we'll go up to the healing centre if you want to hear about that one later. <laughs> but again, this is just about forgetting, helping people sort of understand their bodies in a sort of, um, in a mechanical way, we can then utilise our breath and then sort of time our breath up with our bodies which will then put us back in the driver's seat of our body so then we don't lose control mm. and start thinking about the stuff, like you said, the past and stuff that hurts us. Mm. Mm. That's Do right. you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, absolutely, mate. That makes so much sense. So I know I know, 5% of the, 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 whole, the whole human's energy is in the, in the, you know, above the shoulders and the, the rest is 95%. So I, I, I've just started doing a breathing exercise where I'm bringing up energy um, uh, into the into the pineal gland and holding that off and releasing it, and that's actually bringing up, um, you know, greater greater forms of, of life force into the into the mind or into the brain, and that's helping me become more calm and conscious and relaxed. Um, that particular practice I've done a variety of different thing, things over the years, um, uh, but just for me as an individual, this this one works quite well. Are you, um, just so we're on the same, when you say like pineal gland, are you talking about this like the centre on the on your forehead, like just above the nose sort of thing? No, the pineal gland's actually in the centre of the brain. So, I, yeah, if you can... if you Right, can, so you're actually talking about the pineal gland. Yeah, yeah. So if you can, like, you look at the, say, Kundalini, for example, which you and I sort of know about, which a lot of people wouldn't understand or... or or um, comprehend, but what it is, is there's energy stored, stored at the base of the spine um, at the sacrum, and, and basically by, by contracting, you know, the, the, the belly button back towards the spine, um, squeezing the anus, <laughs> which sounds a bit weird, but being able to do that, you know, bring the breath in, up towards the centre of the brain, so breathe it in, hold it off, concentrate on that particular spot, and then release it, and it's, it's amazing the the charge that will happen over time. You know, if that can be done for, you know, five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes or longer, um, just how it brings things back into clarity, and it actually helps things get into balance again. It brings more 
more um, I suppose uh, fluidity to the to the mind and balances things out. Mm, yeah, yeah, drawing the energy out from the spine. I was just that's what I was just asking, just go because I was just visualizing what you were doing, going, yeah, 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 yes. yeah, into it, nice. Yeah. Do you ever do? Do you ever do that sort of stuff up against the wall, like you know, to sort of. I don't know, sort of relax your way up into a water, you know, like to get the twists out of the body and to, like, you know, to get the clavicles horizontal and the chin in as you mm, lift up from the back of the skull. Do you ever try that against the wall or do I, you just sit freehand? I will be doing this tonight. Um, it's basically, you know, just in a seat of meditation. So the spine's straight, you know, up, up erect and really, oh, yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. it's called the bundas in yoga. So you, you recruit the bundas. You know, utilize that. Breathe in from that 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 point. So a lot of our energy is stored in the you know below the below the ribs. Uh, you know those bottom three chakras they're called. Um, and as, as as we digest food, there's a lot of energy that goes towards that and so forth. So to be able to utilize some of that energy to come back into uh, your awareness and back into the mind to support your mental clarity um, seems to have a profound effect on. Um, on on you know the way you come back into the moment, I guess, and that that what's called cerebrospinal fluid um, is 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 activated and, and recruited, and that can be utilised to be able to calm the nervous system down. Mm, yeah, drawing it up the spine feels nice, hey? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was really lucky. I had my Kundalini awakened yeah, a few years ago, and. Um, that was just an incredible experience, and that sounds that probably might sound a bit weird to a lot of people listening. But that energy at the base of my spine, which had been lying dormant for a long time, was activated, and it was just like this. Um, this shot came came from the. Um, apologies, just had a bit of a tech issue there. So I was saying, with regards to to this particular uh, moment, like a lot of the energy that's stored at the base of the spine gets shot um, along the spine and pretty much at the top of the head. It's very hard to, uh, to describe or understand, but I just freeze everything up. And after that actually happens, you just feel completely realigned and, and back into balance again. And uh, that particular moment got me really curious to, to what's possible um, for us as humans. And uh, that was just a, a realigning of my energy centers, I guess. And um, uh, ever since then, I, I believe I've, I've had a different way of seeing the world and, and consciousness, and um, that's been reactivated um, you know, quite a bit uh, since then um, through various um, situations. But uh, it was just incredible, like this, this energy that had been there for a long time, um, how it actually affected um, uh, you know, that particular moment, but also my well-being post that. So you've been, you've been practicing um, meditation since you were a young boy, is that right? If that's, yes, correct. From the, I was introduced to it on the, the lawn at Epping in New South Wales at the age of 12 by my uncle Peter. And that was the, um, it was, that was, it was interesting. Like it was, it was, it was right outside of myself sort of stuff, but it was certainly, not with the the connection to the body point that you know I, I I get to experience now, but it certainly got me um uh yeah yeah and I've invested a lot of time in my uh, mediating with my body my meditation mm. I still meditate I, I I don't actually meditate per se 
uh, I've, I've really, my practice has really just gone um, so many different angles. Like when I was, I, I like you, when I first started meditating, I was in the um, in the cross-legged position, if not the lotus position, you know, holding the back straight and resting there and and all of that. Whereas mm. um, now I sort of, now I sort of allow, I don't allow, uh, now I don't sort of force my body to go where my body sort of doesn't want to be held yeah. because I, I've got a I've got a belief that most of the energy that we do hold in our bodies it accumulates and and the more energy that we accumulate in our body and we don't discharge because like it's uh, I I sort of look at the human body as being a receiver. And again, you know, like, you know, for our light, our thinking aspect, it is the body that receives the light or the darkness that receives the light. Mm. And if the darkness or if the body is um, through injury, like just just imagine, you know, just imagine you, um, you, you know, you, you fell from a great height and your body landed on the earth and, the, and you know, things were broken and there was a charge in the body and the, the, the the bones fix and the bruises heal, and that. Uh, but does the charge that the body in that crisis dis- does it dispel? Does it build up? And I think one of the reasons that a lot of us um, lose our um, freedom, both physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mm. prematurely, um, is because of stored charge and. And I think one of the, the best things that any um, man or woman can do is, like you would know, like, you know, you're familiar with the term of earthing, mm. you know, going outside with, with uh, bare feet, you know, and putting your feet on the earth and relaxing the body, allowing the charge to dispel. And, you know, we, you know, we go down to the beach and we walk through the water because the water's got a higher conductivity um, energy or, or potential than our human body does to walking on dry earth, you know, mm. with that water, there's greater energy mm. uh, transfer. And so the relaxation of the body and, uh, you know, because it was interesting to do, have you ever asked yourself, like, you know, when you had that big bolt of light and that was just like life transforming for yourself, how would you hold the energy in your everyday life, Aaron? Mm, that's right. And you can be attached to that. Uh, if you are attached oh, to that, then uh, you can, you can, it can cause a lot of suffering, you know. So I just, yeah, okay, that was cool. I didn't want to chase it. I believe, you know, we that, that can be a real detriment to our mental health. We have an experience and we keep chasing it all the time. It can be like a drug or, or whatever. And um, But, yeah, the, the, the simple things like you said, like the earthing is so important because we've been denatured consistently. And... Um, you know, getting onto the grass or getting onto the beach or something where we're back into rhythm again, um, that just helps our nervous system settle down considerably and we, we've been so disconnected and, and I guess that's a great antidepressant to be able to get into the water or get on the sand or on, on, the, on the grass or out in the mountain. You know, I, I quite often go to the beach, I see people walking or running along with shoes and I'm thinking, God, what a waste, you know, you're missing out on all these... Uh, positive enzymes and so forth that um, uh, could be uh, could be going into your body and, and helping you, uh, um, you know, relax a little bit more and become a bit more connected. Connection again, and, that's a, and, a, and I think that's why the, 
um, uh, the path to any wellness is core is is primarily has to be on the connection the connection to the to the life force so when I've noticed in my life that and I've because I've I've helped a lot of people and I've seen a lot of injury and I've seen a lot of distress and I've seen a lot of anguish and I've seen a lot of um, ill health you know and in my in myself as well um, I've noticed that the the times that we are at greater odds with health we are also more disconnected from our bodies and so one of the one of the um, big things that we can do is to make time find time uh, for like you know like a hot bath or like you say go for a walk on the beach without without shoes on or walk on the grass without shoes on and move the body move the body mm. but it can go a little bit more than that you can you can you can really sort of um, look at the body as a body, your body, or look at your body as a, a an empty vessel that all the body wants is to be is to receive you, is to is to connect with you, is to is to be important to you. Um, how many? How many times have we seen people, um, you know, like poison ourselves? I mean, what's, I mean, addictions, for, for instance. Mm. Um, we, look at the, we look at addictions and we know, oh, this is really no good for me. Mm. Uh, but we continue on with our addiction. Now, imagine if we had a different perception or we, we looked at our body differently. And let's just say that we, we, we looked at our body as males. Let's just say we're blokes, okay? If we looked at our bodies as a female, and so I'm a bloke and my body's a female, if I was a bloke, how would I like that female one to look? How would I like that body, that female body to feel? You with me? I am. So when we look at our bodies, we know, all males know, that it's not a good idea to tell the female that she doesn't look good. Mm. Mm. We've, got to, we've got to bring love to the body. So we've got to look at ourselves as males and go, okay, we've got, I've, got to, I've got to look at my body now as like a, a female and how would I like to treat? Let's pretend this, the, 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 the woman um, is the most, one um, sure love of your life. I mean, this is it. This is the this is the partner for my entire life. This is my soul dream and all of that. How would I like to treat my body? How would I like to treat her? Mm. And then we can treat our bodies like that. So if we if we treat our bodies differently through like even addictions, if we most of us wouldn't really be highly addicted to stuff if we looked at our body and we brought a personification to our body and looked at it differently rather than something of me, you know, like because when we do um, numb ourselves for whatever reason, it's because we don't really want to look at something. Mm, that's true. And so if we can change that focus 
and go, look, it's all right not wanting to look at it. Well, let's not focus on what we don't want to look at. Let's focus on what we can look at and be kinder to our bodies with that. And, and it works the same for females. Like for a woman, the woman could look at her body and go, because the woman is a thinker as well. The woman is light. Mm. So there's a yang energy as well that's been also been received by the body, the negativity, the darkness. And she can then go, well, how would I like the bloke to treat me? Mm. Mm. And so it works, it works whole and whole to really bring like a, a, um, a different way of looking at the body rather than being the body is broken or the body is sick or the body is this, the body is that. No. The body is not broken. The body is exactly where the body is, depending on our attention or how well we are connected to our bodies. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, well, the majority uh, of society are disconnected from it, aren't they? Uh, our, our bodies are always trying to teach us something. We, I always say we just don't know how to recognise or read it. We've never been given those skills or those... Um, those those awarenesses to be able to understand. Okay, well, yeah, this is happening. This is probably why. So let's let's give this a rest so that can sort itself out, or let's maybe breathe a bit deeper so um, it sends energy to that part of the body that needs healing. And um, I just think we're we're forcing against nature all the time. You know, the natural rhythm of a human is to, is to be in a free environment. Um, being able to, to be more connected to the earth, connected to themselves, connected to community, all those sorts of things. But when you disconnect from that, then your breath gets shallow, you become uh, depressed, anxious, all those sorts of things. And then and then you look for interventions to sort that. But if you can just, okay, this is where I'm at, I'm gonna sit and breathe for a while. Would that, would that help bring you back to balance, do you believe? I, the, your, last, your last bit is, is I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more because Imagine the concept that uh, at the beginning you just said, like, you know, with the, uh, the vast majority of people are disconnected, but I, I don't know that to be true. I think, I believe everybody's where they're at is, where they're at is perfect. Mm. I, I just go, it's, it's, it's a choice we make and everybody is where they're at. Wherever we're at right at this moment is, and I know it sounds cliché, but it is the perfect place for us to 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 sort of use the the the, the simplicity of choice. I can choose this, or I can I choose to do this. Mm-hmm. And through that, and through that awareness of that, we do have a choice. And that we, the only reason that we don't have a choice is because we do not choose to choose, or we do not practice choosing. These the choices that we could choose, mm. if that makes sense. So, yeah, absolutely. And then when then when we do start going, look, my priority is my body, because that's what our priority is. We're not here. I do not believe the reason that the humans are here is is to is to is for wealth, fame, um, yeah. recognition, any of those. I believe we're truly here. Um, to, to, to bring the body, the physical body, up to such a high frequency that we left the campsite in better condition than we first got here. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, oh, yeah, I agree, absolutely. And that's what my everyday is. I, I would like to believe that... Um, uh, because I've had, some, I've had some 
classic. I mean, I've I've experienced um, um, again. I'm very blessed like that because of the I've blessed. I've been um, septicemia when I was I was when I had, when I was septic. I got I got fibroblasts and uh, all sorts of arsenic and asbestos poisoning. That's probably why I'm into the breath. My lungs have copped a battery. You know, in my days we didn't even have gas masks chopping up most of the stuff we chopped up with grinders. Right. But the um, because because I've had that ability or that 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 um, vision of knowing what's outside of living, like you know the death aspect, and being very blessed to have been. The only reason I'm here right now is because of the pharmaceutical companies and the hospitals. You know, it's like. Uh, a lot of people ask me, "Just why don't you? Why haven't you got a like you know with the pharma?" They made I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the pharmaceutical companies, mm. you know. And and uh, and I've broke and I've broken the back when I was up at the healing centre at the age of um, what was it twenty years ago? What a fifty-five, thirty-five I was. How'd that happen? And um, oh, I overworked the horse, bought in the year of the horse, and I was just a tractor for so long. I was so determined, determined to build this healing centre. But it was on the side of a hill, had limited funds, um, and I just, I moved tons and tons and tons of rocks and soil and pushed a 45 kilogram Bertha slasher over the property and slashed, you know, two, two foot, three hot, three foot high pandanus grass on a 45 degree slope. And I like, I just broke my body. I just, mm. I broke her. Mm. I, I just, it was, I whipped her. <laughs> mm. Oh. And that hurt, Aaron. <laughs> no doubt, mate. No doubt. But you recovered. That's the thing. You you took your you you, you used that opportunity to, to get yourself sorted. But you've you've moved on from that to be able to be who you are and be more self aware. And you haven't sort of taken the easy or you might say it's the easy road of just just um, not really trying to uh, give yourself uh, an opportunity to be the best that you possibly can be. But I think you've, you've over the last 20 years, it was probably a bit of a blessing in disguise because it's given you the ability to be able to um, have the awareness or build up the awareness and consciousness that you have now. Well, yeah, but I had a choice. Yeah, that's true. You say I had a choice. So when I, when I, um, and look at what everybody's, you know, was just stunned that I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go to hospital. And, um, and, you know, paralysed leg, I was down for, it took me 18 months to walk again. Mm. Um, it was a big injury, I was gone, you know. It was a, but I knew that if I went to hospital, the only way, the only way that, because if you go to hospital, what are they going to do? We're going to do surgery, we're going to fuse the vertebrae, we're going to put a plate in there, because mm. that's all we know how to do. Mm. That's what we're trained to do, like, you know, if you don't, and, and I didn't want, it's not that I didn't want that to happen, it's just that, I um I had a, I had, I sort of what I call what I say is faith I had faith, mm. but it was the birth and it was the birth of tribrate. This is what I teach now. It was the birth of the greedy, because even though I've been uh, teaching and showing these breathing and look at these breathing rhythms since I was uh, involved with um, the athletes those many years ago, um, it was the breath that I actually stitched up my spine with. So. I used the three step to go from vertebrae, vertebrae, up and down my spine, up the spine, down the spine, up the spine, down the spine. So 
sort of similar to what you know you described you did when you meditated like you know pulling the energy up into the pineal gland or to the mm. center of the head but mm. i used that light like a, a like a um every breath in and every breath out and i stitched up my my back energetically mm. and slowly but surely um uh after the bone after the discs were put back into place and oh, i tell you what that was like a, a chopped off broomstick and a hammer and someone very skilled in the art of healing mm. saying this is going to hurt like fury son and bang and popping the disc back he passed out it was excru- excruciating pain I've, um, it's, it's a funny experience, the body blue screening. It's the only way I can describe it. It's too much pain for the body. It just shuts you down. Mm. You're gone. Shut mm. down. Blue screen. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no oh, my God. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Oh, oh. Intense, mate. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing, the body. And, and you hit on it before. It's always trying to heal. It's always trying to be better, come back to balance, all those sorts of things. You know, it knows what to do. We... We just seem to get in the way um, of it um, consistently, and we just don't don't understand it really well. It's um, uh, it's an amazing thing like the mind, the ego, the spirit, all those um, uh, all those uh, connections that we that we I suppose are, are automatic. Like we think, oh yeah, you know, we, we want to do a fast, but we we're gonna we're gonna um, find a point where we think oh, we're, we're going to panic. We need to eat because we we're gonna die if we don't. We're going to that survival mode. But once you let go of that and just let the body do what it's meant to, I think the healing takes care of itself. Would you agree? Oh, there's no doubt about. It. I think there's countless studies that have actually shown when um, people actually like did their digestive system, like you know they fast for a bit. Mm. You know, and the the body can start dealing with the metabolic waste that are locked up, like, you know, be it in the blood, be it in the intestine, be it wherever it is, the lymphatics, you know, it's like Mm. the body knows what the body's doing. I mean, this is is what is so um, bizarre. This is what I find bizarre in our world at this moment Mm. is that that people, it, it would appear that we've we've lost faith in the in the obvious we've lost sight of the obvious and that is the the body can heal and the body it's not easy mm. it's not easy to to kill a human body i mean i know people in their 90s mm. who smoke have smoked all their life drink they've drunk all their life um eat meat all their life, gambled all their life. <laughs> and there, and there was, I, think there, I, think, I think one of them, she's 96 or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, and everyone can go, oh, it's a really strong constitution and all of that. But look, I think the human body is just, in a, once we actually really look at the, the body that we've been uh, blessed to experience life in, in a, in a more of a... Um, uh, and rather than a, a burden, but a, a, a point of uh, look, I don't want to use the word worship because it's not any. There's no religion involved, but more of a looking at the body more religiously, like you know, like um, I'm. Yeah, I, I would describe myself. I'm very religious about my wall work or my breath work or my. Um, and I, I'm very religious about you know. Um, using the sauna and bringing the helping bring the body up into a higher temperature, so then it can sort of 
twin back to what I call factory default settings, which is um, 100% skeletal alignment. You know, I believe that's where we've all got to go. And it's, it's quite possible, I'm not saying it is, but it's quite possible that one of the major reasons that illnesses, be it physical illness, emotional illness, mental illness, could quite possibly be not an illness at all, but again, a disconnection, a disconnection from us, the thinker, to the body, because the body just the body just wants to be just wants to receive us. Yeah. And when we don't wish to go inward, it's not outside of ourselves. It's like I um I've I've never really been drawn to practices of meditation that have gone to outside of myself, outside of the body. Mm-hmm. I've, 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 ne- I've, it's almost like a, um, uh, for me, it's like a wasted energy. Why would I go outside of myself? Everything that is, I am, is within. Mm. I would, this voice would just do it, would go up in my head and I go, no, 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 go in with my blood, go in, go in. And that going in would has, I think it's really served for a, um, uh, more benefits. Uh, because it's 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 sort of it makes you aware of how sore. Like I, I've, if I hadn't have been aware of how uh, through all my sicknesses, illnesses, and injuries, of how bad I can feel and how really painful this is, um, my I'm a very I I have great feelings for people and 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 I think. Once you recognise the pain within yourself and you're willing to go into yourself, into the body and, 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 and really be there for the body and go, look, you know, I've damaged the body. The, the reason the body's got a, an inflamed liver is not because of the body. Mm. The reason it's got an inflamed liver is because of what I've been doing to the body. Yeah. Or the reason I haven't got this or the reason I, I'm getting migraine headaches and all that is not because of the body. Um, if we looked at the if we looked at the way our head was sitting on our neck and our neck was sitting on our shoulders and we looked at our posture and we started um, again bringing working more on the truth and the truth is that the body was created perfectly and and started doing some of that relaxating stuff like you know standing barefoot at the beach and just being there in the sun and Stand tall and relax the body. Relax the body. One of my little mantras, Aaron, is relax the eyes, relax the tongue, relax the back of the neck, relax the bum. Yeah. And by the time you've reached the bum, you go back up to the eyes and you go, man, I've already tensioned my eyes up again. <laughs> relax the tongue, relax the back of the neck, relax the bum. And then go back up to the eyes and go, look, I've done it again. It's like the um, it's like this law of polarity and duality that is through everywhere in the cosmos is within us as well. And we, when we try and relax, something else gets tension, and when we relax that tension, something else gets tense. It's like yeah. does the work ever end? <laughs> That's right. You've got to be aware of it because it, it's consistent, isn't it? You you can't really believe it. You've got it mastered because there's always something that pops up. Um, always you know, something yeah. pops up. Yeah, and I guess that, that's you can see that as a challenge or a joy because if you see it as a joy, then every day you've got a new experience, and uh, if you uh, embrace that, then all of a sudden uh, every day can be 
can be quite curious again and it actually makes life a little bit more fun if you're not criticizing yourself or beating yourself up for the things that are happening um, and actually like uh, using it as an opportunity to be able to learn and develop would you agree I, I do agree and and, and I and I what, what, how would I say it? I, I believe if people if we could all actually believe this to be true your body wants the best that's it your body wants to be the best your body is always trying to return to perfection once we recognize that our bodies are not our enemy or not our foe but are always seeking for for betterment of experience and life again because the body it is the body that receives the, 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 the soul or the thinker or the whatever you want to call it, the whatever, and then when we leave the body, the body sort of like, as we call it, it dies, it disintegrates, which it doesn't, but it does. Mm. Once we recognise that the body has our best interests at heart and we start recognising that and going, and, and again, it's that, it's, it, it's the... Looking at the opportunity, I've got a lot of, um, uh, like, let's just say, you could call them students or whatever. Um, let's just say they're, they're people who, are, who, who aren't in the physical condition that they would really, really like them to be. And they, and they say to me, going, oh, geez, I'd love to, I'd love to look like what you look. And I look at them and I go, oh, my God. And I, let's just say they're, they're, they're overweight. And they go, no, you've got no idea how much I'd love that fat. Oh, do you know what I could do with that fat? Oh my God, you are so rich. But because we don't recognize the richness, and because the, the, the most concentrated food that the human body can um, burn is fat. Mm, mm, that's you know, true. try putting on muscle. How much muscle you got, Aaron? <laughs> it's hard to know, I haven't measured it. <laughs> yeah. but if you actually look at your muscle and stand in the mirror and you go, you know, the last time I saw you, you didn't have any fat on. Mm, that's true. I haven't still, I don't think. <laughs> so the only, the only real way, I mean, that's why people eat, that's why they say carbs, carbohydrate, carbon, hydrogen and oxygen. And when we bring in more carbon, because the body is just made of a whole bunch of minerals, and for us to build up the, the density or the size of the body, we've got to bring in carbon, the building block, carbohydrate, um, we, we get bigger and bigger, but the, the, one of the greatest things that the body can use is the fat. So look, I always say to anybody who's got, who's got uh, like, you know, they, they say they've got issues with weight, they go, you're lucky buggers. Mm. Oh, my God. I've, you know, you, you're so rich. And, and I think if we could really just go recognise our richness and go, well, you know, you've got more energy than I have. You know, I just, I just choose to use my energy in a different way. And then when we choose to use the energy, like in particular, like, you know, um, I get asked a lot, like, you know, what's probably the best um, technique I can use or what's the best exercise I can, I can use to, um, to transform some of this um, uh, high-yielding energy that I'm carrying uh, that we call fat into lean muscle mass and toned muscle. And, uh, and I say, well, walking up a, um, a slope or a hill, 
starting with the breathing rhythm. Uh, start with the seven step. Go when you get a bit, you get a bit up. Go into the five. Go into the three. Then turn around and then lift the arms up slightly above the head, like your hands are in um holding your hands at the the back of your head to elongate the abdomen, and then slowly walk down the hill. Again, utilising the breathing rhythms, so the inhalation and the exhalation always swap side because you're consciously connecting. Using your mind, you're consciously connecting the breath to the body. You're creating that trilogy, so to speak. So it's just not um, uh, soul and body. There's mind involved as well. Uh, and, and you just do little 10-minute, 15-minute sprints of that. It's sort of like, you know, when you go along the highway. And you, when do you use more fuel? On the flat or when you're going up a hill? When do you use more fuel? When you're just in a car or you're, tra- you're carrying a caravan? Mm. You always burn more fuel when you're going up a hill and you always burn more fuel when you're carrying a load. It just depends on how you burn the fuel. Yeah, good, 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 good analogy. It's, it's really uh, just triggered something back at me because I used to love hills, running hills and uh, just the challenge because when you are engaged with that, your mind becomes more engaged with the moment, <laughs> I guess, rather than just being on autopilot, running flat on the on the street or wherever it may be. And uh, I know for me, when I get into a you know, nice rhythm with my running, it, my breath just follows that, you know, and, and, and going on an incline, I think, is really powerful because, you know, you, you settle in and it's just... <sighs> once you're sort of you know, going along in that motion, I just think it's such a... Uh, 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 a valuable thing for humans to do to be able to have that sort of um, resistance uh, to be able to to you know work our physical body but also to uh, get our breath balanced again. Would you agree? Absolutely, the load. You put the nail on the head again, brother. The not the load. You've got to put a slight load on the body. Mm. But um, uh, what I would always suggest to people is 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 open yourself up and gain a little bit of. Um, um, knowledge about how we can use the breath because the the human body is actually um, an, a, an organic internal combustion engine and it is a V8 engine. It's not a V8. It could be a V2, a V4, a V6, a V8, a V10, a V12, a V whatever it wants. It can be as powerful and potent as your ability to transmit enough uh, energy for the body to be what the body can be. It's all it's it's all about us. So if if you looked at the if you looked at the body, um, the car. If you look at a car, let's just look at an engine. Look, look at an engine. Um, you've got a fuel tank. Well, car's got a fuel tank. You know, because that's our our body is basically our our spiritual car or our mental car. It's how we move ourselves around the, around the earth. So the fuel tank is our stomach. The, the, oil, the oil pump in the engine would be our heart. Obviously, the heart is a lot more than just an oil pump or a blood pump. It's the, it's the centre. They say the soul is anchored in the heart and the consciousness is anchored in the nervous system. Again, why skeletal alignment is so vital for uh, any form of uh, help with any of the systems on the body. It's like the, um, and I'm not digressing, but it's a, interesting to note if, if any of your listeners are familiar with the term subluxation, chiropractors and osteopaths uh, use the word. And as an electrician, I used to have to sometimes measure the 
how much uh, lumens are required to light up a room and would use uh, and would measure the, the the available lux the lux energy that is required to illumine illuminate the room and uh, when this when when the vertebrae go out of uh, correct alignment the chiropractor osteo will call it a subluxation sub deficiency lux in light lation information and so the uh, when we bring the um, again, which leads us to our relaxation work, um, sitting on the standing on the beach and just connecting with the three earthing points on the um, the heel, the ball of the big toe, and the little toe, or the tri- two triangles of force on your on either side of your legs, but hanging off your legs, connected to your legs, um, and we relax, and the body relaxes all the muscles, and sort of, have you ever been on the beach, Owen, where you just stood there and relaxed, and then suddenly your bones clipped? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, that's just the body returning to FDS, back to default settings. Mm, okay, yeah. That's why it's so important for us to relax. Mm. It's, uh, we've, we, we have to relax. If you're, if, if, if you're going to do anything for great health, you've got to relax. Mm. Relaxing is the, greatest, is the greatest thing that you can do. And I'm not talking about relax, sitting on a couch watching the telly with a... With a, you know, I'm talking about connecting to the body, sitting quietly in the garden or sitting quietly in a room or bathing yourself in the sunlight and being aware of, like, you know, and relaxing. Mm. So, same, you know? same as an athlete before they go out and perform, just relax before you actually go. If you're, you're tense, then you're too much in the mind. Would you agree? Yeah, well, it's a... It's a um, if you ever looked at... If you ever looked at... You always know, you always know how connected you are when you walk. Mm. Now, most of us, um, including myself, until I've, I've, I, like, I've been practicing this now for, oh, goodness gracious, 55, 35, a bit over, almost 35 years. Mm. And, and I'm, I'm, look, I'm getting good at it now. Mm. You know, wouldn't you? <laughs> mm. yeah. but, um, uh, but even, even now, I still do it. Like, you, you know, you walk, you walk from the kitchen to the, hall, to the bedroom and then you suddenly realise that your head is projecting forward and your footsteps are quite heavy and your arms aren't moving and you go, stop, stop, ready, stop, mm. move your arms, connect your breath, move your breath, and then suddenly your footsteps become light yeah. and, the, and your posture becomes clean, you know, when it's upright again and... Um, Things you know, we stop ourselves, and, and, and I think the, the 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 secret is to catch ourselves as many times mm. and bring our awareness to the body, recognizing that the body only wants our betterment. The more connected we are to our body, the better the body will perform. Mm. So, if you are really, really, really connected, and you you your focus is on connecting, like you know, when your foot lands on each foot lands on the earth and how your arms are moving in unison with your breath mm. uh, your health is going to improve because your body your thought processes are actually on the betterment of your body mm. not the not the um what's it called when you when you um not disregard when you ignore not it's not even ignore yeah. like you know when when you put something in the background it's not really 
that important? There's a word yeah. for it, Aaron. What's yes. that word? Um, I'm trying to think of it, but um, basically your your mind's projected somewhere else, but it's not really in tune with what's going on. So it's not in harmony. There is a word for it, but I can't think of it yeah. now. It'll come to me at two. Yeah, you're on, you're on the same track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so okay. then, when we then when we do that, it's like you know, which which returns us to the analogy, like you know, the the heart is the oil pump, and the the liver uh, in the human body is like the coil in the engine, the electrical that that provides the 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 hydrochloric acid or the electrical charge to give it to the gallbladder, the spark plug, so then it can um, the spark plugs can make hydrochloric acid and. And then can put it into the to, to burn the fuels that have got into the fuel tank, and then the the spleen, the oil filter, and then the and then the the inlet manifold, the the lungs, and then making sure that the and this is why a lot of people suffer ill health is and as a kid. I'm not saying I did do it, but I did do it. I'm not I'm not I'm not proud of it, but. The guy ripped us off, so I did do it. Mm. Did you ever hear the old trick, you know, the potato up the exhaust pipe trick? Yeah, yeah, you did that. <laughs> yeah, the old, the old HK Holdings and the old HDs and all of that. Anyway, so, the, so you put a potato up a, um, uh, an exhaust pipe, uh, and then in the old cars, the exhaust, the exhaust, the resonator and the exhaust pipe were generally like, you know, three or four, three or four foot back from the outlet, mm. so you had you had to use a broomstick to get it right up there. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't see it. Yeah. And then the, whoever's wrong you, they get into their car and the car doesn't start. It's like, it doesn't start. It's like, it's just not starting. I mean, you check everything in the engine, doesn't start. It's got to go to the mechanic. And if the mechanic switched on, the mechanic will go, turn over the engine, blah, 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 put his hand at the back of the exhaust and goes, the exhaust pipe is blocked. Yes. You know, it's like the chainsaw and the whippersnipper when you, you, you first grab it in the, the beginning of summer and gave one start. Check mm-hmm. the exhaust, wasp nests, wasps. Mm-hmm. Take out the exhaust, clear the exhaust. So, um, so the exhaust is very important in the operating system of the human body as well as it is in the car because if the exhaust pipe is blocked, no air can get down the uh, inlet manifold, mm-hmm. the carburetors, uh, the lungs, uh, hence why, look, you know, the majority of lung disorders in, in people um, and they treat their lungs over for decades and decades and they never quite get it. It's because uh, it's not the lungs, people. The lungs are the symptom. You've got to clear the intestine, the, the exhaust pipe, guys. Mm. Hence, which leads you to your, um, uh, you know, your fasting and your juicing and the, which is very, very, I'm not saying it's yours. I don't, mm. I, I, I'm, I, I, I really sort of don't, haven't done much fasting in my life. I have when I've been ill. I've, I've, mm. I've fasted for a long, 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 long time. Mm. When I broke my back, I was I was skeletal, literally. Mm. Um, I couldn't I couldn't move. I couldn't eat. And if I moved, the the spasms were like atomic bombs, and I'd pass out. It was just it was so I couldn't eat. You know, because I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't evacuate. You know, it's like yeah, defecate. To, the words defecate. And um, yeah. So, um, so like you know, you, you 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 sort of you sort of learn, don't you, that the, the once you once you can tune, once you recognise that the human body is, is sort of like a, a an, a, an engine, and the, the fuels matter that you put into the engine are like you know, it matters if they're sand in the fuel tank lights. Mm. It matters if you put diesel in a in a in an engine, and it's not a diesel engine. It does matter. The fuels matter, mm. oh, and. Um, it does. 
when you start walking up and down hills to, let's just say, returning to the, the start of the, you know, putting a load on the body, if you recognise that your arms are like the pistons in the engine, and that's where the V-stroke comes from. And your arms pumping, one of the, one of the little things I, I do with beginners at tri-breath classes is I, is I say, what, what, what part of your body um, controls the speed of your body? And look, nine times out of ten people will say your legs or your breath. Very few people will say the arms. Mm. And, and then I get people just walking on the, um, holding their, their arms. And I say, if you're listening to this, if you want to have a little go at this, this is really cool. You can just, if you want, quickly stand if you're not already standing. Mm. Let's give them a little bit of time. If you do, have a little stand. I'm just going to show you something that's really interesting. So obviously, if someone's standing, you're standing. If you just have your arms and keep your arms by your side, sort of like, you know, lift your shoulders. Let's take a breath in. As you breathe in, bend your knees, and then as you breathe out, lift your shoulders up, back, and down, just to sort of like get your clavicles as square as you can. Then just relax the eyes, relax your tongue, relax the back of the neck, and then relax your bottom. So now your arms are just to relax your arms, and now just move, walk on the spot. So your arms aren't moving. So you're walking on the spot and increase the tempo of you walking on the spot. You can increase the tempo and you can, you can walk on the spot as quick as you like. So now stop walking on the spot and now start walking on the spot and use your arms as well. Mm. See if you can sort of maintain the, uh, the... Don't let your arms cross over your body. You don't want to walk and you don't want to run and let your arms cross over your body. You're, Imagine the distance between your elbows and the distance between your hands if they were coming forward is the same. So, like, you're sort of like a machine. You're almost like that. If you've ever seen the Terminator movie, the, um, the liquid guy, like, you know, great for, you know, um, what's his name? The guy that, um, the actor, the, the action, uh, Tom. Oh. Tom Cruise. If you look <laughs> at him run, the brother knows how to run. Yeah. He's got great form, great form. It's like, you know, the shoulders are up, back and down and the elbows are being pulled back because uh, most of our, gener our generated force is, is generated with the elbows coming back. Mm. But the, um, so you're walking, sorry, we digress. So you're going, like I'm walking on the spot, ready? Get on with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, people. And so you're walking on the spot, walk on the spot, walk on the spot. Now increase the tempo of your arms. And you'll see your legs will, will, go, will go quicker. Okay, now slow down the tempo of your arms and try and keep your legs going at the quicker tempo. So try and keep your legs at a different tempo than your arms. Jeez, mate, it's tricky. Arms moving. You can't do it. It's anatomically impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah buddy, It's anatomically impossible, and that's why people... That's why your arms are the most important physical part of your body that if you want great health, great vitality, anything, you've got to move your arms. I, I giggle with a lot of people. I say homework uh, to try dress beginners. I say homework is to go to a shopping centre or somewhere where there's a lot of people, sit down, have a cappuccino or like a cup of tea or just even sit there at a... And just watch the people. 
And then what you'll see is a whole lot of people with one arm. Most of us lead with our right leg, and we're, so we're right arm. And the way we use our breathe, we breathe in the same amount of time that we breathe out. We, it's interesting, the um, hip and knee replacements are predominantly on the right-hand right side because we're predominantly right-hand side because of the way we breathe, by the way. Mm. But um, have a watch of the people and you'll see generally the left arm will be held into the body and the right arm will be swinging across the body and there'll almost be this limp. There is a limp. I call it the four-step limp. In, in, out, out, in, in, out, out. You see people running, breathing in the same amount of time they're breathing out. All of the impact is on one side of the body, one side of the body. Mm. No, we've got to go trilogy, guys. We can't, we can't go polarizing. The, um, the most, Aaron, what do you reckon the most powerful number is? Uh, 33. 33? Why do you believe it's 33? Uh, 33 vertebrae in the spine. Um, there's a few reasons for that, I think. I'm not sure. That, that, that's one of them, perhaps. Is that right? Well, I, I, I would look at that. I reckon they're pretty close. Yeah. The two threes, if you put the two threes, they're easily divided, aren't they? They're true, absolutely. They're very easily divided because <laughs> there's two. It's easily divided. Yeah. One. If you look at the number one, and most people go, number one is the most powerful. They go, how can number one be the most powerful? The number one doesn't even know one exists because one is only one. Mm, how can one even know one exists if there is only one? There's nothing point. outside of one. How would one reflect upon anything and know <laughs> one is? That's, uh, that's true. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> you know, so one doesn't even know one exists. <laughs> then one gives one the, the great mother, and then in the beginning, the darkness and darkness is all there is. And in the beginning, the great mother gave uh, became conscious of that she was conscious and gave birth to light. And so then we had two. Mm. But again, two one and one two is easily divided. Mm. It's when the two become the three, the man and woman, and make the child, the trilogy. The three, the three becomes powerful. Two against one, one against two, mm, one, one against three. Interesting Power. Stuff. Interesting stuff. Brett, um, this is going to, we've only got uh, a short moment before this, uh, this recording will cut off. So oh, sorry, my brother. That's okay. We probably should have done two parts to this, but that's okay. I reckon um, we've had a really good conversation. How can people get hold of you? Um, you can always find me at trydeath.com. Yep. Um, How are you? I would invite uh, T-R-I-B-R-E-A-T-H, -T -E tri, like just think triangle, yep. Brett, B-R-E-A-T-H, -E dot com. Yep. And um, you can find me there. You can find me on the Tridreth Instagram. Look, we're, I'm not a big media. I'm, I'm, we've, only, we've only really sort of just... Um, really dealt up with a social media sort of uh, stuff because, you know, like I'm, I, I'm 55 and look, I'm a <laughs> bit old school, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's, doing it's my best, thing. but we're onto it now. We're onto it. So you can find me at tribeworth.com, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Instagram is our, is our favourite one. Okay. I'm, I'm liking that just because I like the way the pictures look. That's true. And, um, I'll put this on Instagram. And, and, um, mate. And, and look, I, I don't know whether I, I wasn't, um, is it, can, I, can, I, can I offer a little, a little special to your listeners? Yes, mate, we've only got a couple of minutes, so go, go for it. 
Okay, look, I've got a... I teach a lot of this stuff, guys, and I teach the three and how to use the breathing points of the spine and how to really u- utilise the breath in a, in a new really... Um, uh, balancing the energy exchange of the body and really lifting the performance, but also the healing. I've used this for rehabilitation of paralysis. I've seen people use this for stroke, uh, balance, just so many things, and uh, and physical performance. Like you know, some of my clientele are world champions, mm. and um, uh, I've got a little membership site there that I teach all of this for your listeners, Aaron. If they use the code Outback, yeah, they're going to get a twenty percent discount on the life. Time membership. Beautiful, yeah. So that means all of the videos that are there now, there's like about, I mean, there's a lot of information. There's PDFs, there's a lot of reading material, but there's a there's a lot of stuff that'll really set you like, man, guys, welcome to life on planet Earth. Mm. Um, if you use the code Outback, it'll give you 20% off the lifetime membership. Mm-hmm. And um, and we're, I'm always adding to it. Like, I think I've just added the, uh, the, um, uh, the energetic... Uh, utilizing the breath on the energy as the the hand comes forward. Anyway, there's it's a lot of really good good stuff and yeah. and um, big You know, you can it. really well. You can. Do, it is exciting times because look. Funny enough, a lot of us are in lockdown, mm. but we can do a lot of this work uh, in our own homes, in our own backyard, walking up and down the hallway, and it's look. You know, and using the stairs that we've got. So. Um, Okay, look, thanks for having me, Aaron. That was it was really nice. I, 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 it did go quick, didn't it? Oh, mate, an hour and a half just like that. So uh, really grateful for mm. you coming on, Brett. We're going to have to do this again, I reckon, have another, another chat about this stuff because it's so fascinating. Guys, thank you very much. Uh, hopefully you made it to the end. It's a really long one with Brett. We could have kept talking a lot longer, don't worry. But lots of uh, deep content there, but I'm sure that there would be some light bulbs that would have... Uh, would have come up for you. So I really encourage, <clears throat> encourage you to touch base with Brett. And um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of wisdom around breathing that we just don't understand. I think he can break it down pretty well. So um, yeah, touch base with him. And if you were interested in that offer that he said, uh, 20% off, that'd be, that'd be a good investment, I reckon. So um, definitely chase him up. Uh, if you want to touch base with me, support outbackmind.com.au, website outbackmind.com.au. Pardon me. So, uh, yeah, appreciate you listening in. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back, pardon me, in a day or two with some uh, some other awesome guests uh, later in the week. We've got uh, lined up and many more to come. So, appreciate your support joining in. If this is helpful to others, please share it. Thank you.